0: You're listening to I Like Your Dress with Allie and Tori. Rambles of love, fear, and trying new things. This podcast is recorded in the Femden, a cute little ground suite in Richmond with pink swans on the wall. Edited by two novice upcoming podcasters. Join us every week for a new adventure. All right. So, welcome. We are back. Episode two. Episode two. And we have a special guest today. We have Esther Chen. Um Esther why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: I'm Esther mm-hmm. Chen and I'm here to talk about comics. Ooh, a topic that
0: we both love. Big surprise. <laughs> awesome. Um I have to say I love your shirt today. Actually the when you first came in I immediately complimented you on your tattoo. She's got this beautiful like botanical on her Hold on, I got to her left arm
1: <laughs> I had
0: to reposition myself to figure that out where who 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 did that tattoo for you
1: It was Graham maunder, I think he has his own studio now. But I'm not sure he I found him on Instagram funny story we had a really strange conversation while I had this tattoo done, and it was a four hour kind of long session and <laughs> He was, like, nice, but it was just, like, kind of me and him in his apartment doing the tattoo. He had this, like, apartment where he was set up to do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just, like, did not connect on any topic. And it was super awkward for, like, a super long time. And then I left, and he was like, thank you. And I'm like, thank you. And then we just walked away, and it was horrible. But really good tattoo, really cool tattoo artist. Just
0: not the best, like, four hours. Yeah, it was super <laughs> strange. <laughs> I, I've, I've actually had the very similar experience. I went to get a tattoo done um, in Chinatown. And uh, recommendation, I, I understand this now, um, but at the time, trying to get, like, oh, it was a tattoo that I wanted, like, support from my family with, so I brought my sister and my, yeah. my mom with me. And... I meet as soon as I sat down on the table and saw my tattooist reaction that for the next two hours, she, she was going to be accompanied by myself and my mother and my sister. It was just a little bit awkward. And I now realize this. That's <laughs> awful. So tips, friends, do not bring other friends to your to get your tattoo done.
1: Yeah, my artist literally he said he was saying, don't bring anybody and if you bring somebody can you give me their instagram handle so i can like yeah see who they are so i gave him and, my and boyfriend's you know one and he was like no <laughs> it
0: was really bad. i mean i i afterwards like i, I completely understand because you know they're yeah. also gonna be like with you for a long period of time but that i yeah
1: it would have been way worse had anybody been there.
0: so esther why don't you tell us how you first got into comics
1: well, I, I guess I kind of got into comics when I was in the creative writing program at UBC.
2: Whoop, um, whoop. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think my first class was actually with you, Tori. Was it was, with me? I think we did it like twice together. So then I only, I only took it three times. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, Sarah, leave it.
2: I can't wait for her book when it finally comes out. I know. Out.
1: <laughs> I feel like she's been working on it for a really long time. So I'm really stoked. <laughs>
2: Enough about that. All right. We have more questions for you. Um, how did you get into VanCaf? Because that's where we were last Dad, weekend, like that was two super weekends rad. ago. And I know you, I saw you at a table there, and that's why I was like, "Come
1: on, my podcast." Basically, like while I was taking that class um, with Sarah, the comics class at UBC, um, she was telling us about VanCaf, it's um, Vancouver Comic Arts Festival, um, just to say what it is. And she was like, "Oh, it'd be a really cool opportunity to like bring your art and kind of like have finalized scenes and." Um, maybe get money for them if people <laughs> want to pay um so we had like a like a bfa table um so i think a first year it was like me Alyssa, heroes um
2: there was like nine people like
1: tess yeah um
2: i know i couldn't find her this year i tried to find
1: her yeah she said she was gonna be in lucky's lounge and wasn't there i went to go look for her
2: oh i think she's moving to la anyway (laughs) sidetrack
1: yeah but otherwise i just kind of um we did that for the first table last year and then this year um me and carolina Decided to go in for another table.
2: Awesome. I saw yeah. you guys there and
1: it was great. I bought your stuff. You it. were one of the <laughs> few people that bought my stickers. Yeah, if anybody I wants stickers, feel free. Get her stickers. I got Follow the dog. her
0: on Instagram. What's your Instagram, Esther?
1: It's uh Soft Comics. S-O-F-T-C-O-M-I-X.
2: Very
0: important. <laughs> okay.
2: So obviously you like comics. What are yeah. your favorite inspirational artists? Yeah. Either you met them at Van Caff or like one of the first books, the comic oh, books that yeah. you read that you love?
1: Honestly Okay, recently I've been really liking Lisa Hannibal. She does the um, illustrations and stuff for, like, BoJack Horseman. So she's, like... And she also has this new show on Netflix. I think it's called Chuka and Birdie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) And, like, Ali Wong is not it. Anyway. I love it. But she draws a lot of, like human animals and i've been really enjoying that i tried to do that yeah i
0: noticed on your your instagram that is it's hilarious (laughs) you have like the quickest things to say and they're the most adorable pictures of animals please check her out (laughs) honestly my favorite has to be the penguin
1: oh my god yeah it's
0: like a little penguin in a santa hat and it's got little hearts around it and i'm i'm literally obsessed that ties us to our next question favorite artistic medium oh
1: I literally, like, don't know a lot about art, so, (laughs) yeah.
0: It's good to kind of get into it. That's what I love about comics, is anyone can make it, regardless of skill level. And it's interesting, actually, that you both kind of went into UBC um, Creative Writing Program, not even really knowing too much about, like, comics in general or having much experience with it but just kind of dove into it because it's such a like broad program and that you can easily get so
1: specific with like different genres so yeah I definitely never thought that I'd be like making comics or doing art at all (laughs) um so I guess yeah I really only started learning about like artistic mediums and like using brushes or different pens like like three years ago so and I don't even draw a lot like really at all which is why like my aesthetic on all of my comics is like kind of like bad drawing but that's really just because I can't draw well it
0: doesn't even it doesn't matter like you're um, quality of like write, drawing or at all. And there's
2: like, and you look at those like comics that I think yeah. Sarah Lee showed us was like dot comics. It's just a dot.
1: Like that's all it is. It's two yeah, dots,
2: yeah, three dots talking to each other. And he's talk- like the big dot has two little dots who are his sons. And I can't remember what <laughs> happens, but it's really funny. Yeah, that's the
1: <laughs> really cool thing about comics is that like, um, like it doesn't have to be super nice art. Like I always thought it was like, oh, you have to be really good at art, and that's oh, why I do. never took the class. Mm-hmm. But then. I took it, and it really doesn't matter. Like, you can draw, like, just stick figures.
0: Even, I just finished this one called Bright-Eyed at Midnight by uh, Lisa Stein, and her drawings are very, they're actually very similar to yours. It's very, it's just simple line work. Um, and it's it, its kind of, you you do a really interesting thing with your comics as well, where it's almost memoir-based. Like, they're little snippets of just your day. And it, it gives it a very visual mm-hmm. um, look about, like, how you've been, what have you been up to, yeah. and yeah, I think it's really interesting to, for people to
1: kind of get into that
0: medium.
2: Anyone can make a comic. Any, literally yeah. anyone can, can make a comic. Anything. Send us your comics. Yeah. Sounds-
1: <laughs> comics are what you want them to be.
2: I love it. Okay, one more quick question. Okay, Esther, since our podcast is all called I Like Your Dress and everyone has dresses or clothing they love, we wanted to end on a note of what your favorite dress or non-dress is.
1: Um, my favorite article clothing is definitely the skort.
3: Scorts, uh, yes.
1: I really don't get why that is not a thing anymore because it's great. so smart. I've only found good tennis skorts which it just looks so tennis-like, and I can't <laughs> wear them around.
2: That's like, like when you want to wear exercise clothing in public, like athleisure,
1: but like just a little bit too athletic for the leisure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely the score I feel like if people just made them more fashionable, like. If people just thought about it more, it's such an opportunity and it's a missed opportunity. I
0: completely agree with yeah, that. That's whatever like whatever happened to it. It was the most practical clothing item out. All there. the time. I wore them all the time until I was
2: about six. I don't know what happened.
1: I mean, all they have now is like kind of those really flowy shorts that come sort of look like skirts from a distance. Or kilts. But I just want like a skirt with a shorts underneath it. Like why is that so hard? Yeah.
0: Especially for us like the, the shorter kind of dresses too. What it's if they made God. the Okay, so we have the play suits. But we, like, want to add a skirt to it. Like, just make it a dress mm-hmm. with the shorts. Mm-hmm. I find that with my shorter dresses, I
1: always get paranoid and put shorts on. Me too. Yeah. Why isn't it just one piece?
2: <laughs> I just,
0: I don't understand it. It's driving me crazy. I think I know yeah. one or two
2: fashion designers I can get on the show. Fantastic. We'll I have a really cute swimsuit from the 1940s. <gasps> and it's actually a... Did it? get that? My
0: boyfriend's mom's boyfriend. Uh, his grandmother. <laughs> Got it. We're going to draw a comic about that, and we're going to put it on the blog. Done. Uh,
2: Yeah. So my boyfriend's mom's boyfriend's grandmother from the 1940s had this swimsuit and it wound up being given to me. It's Let's literally see. from the 40s.
1: How is it not, like, falling apart? The
2: fabric back then, oh, man. It's very It was thick. built oh, to last. Thick. It is not made out of iPhones. <laughs> but it's basically a dress, like a tight dress that goes, but it's, like, short. So it has, like, a skirt over top It's shorts underneath as right. one piece, and it's, like, and pointy Madonna boobs. It's great. Nice.
0: <laughs> I actually, I also have a question for you. Where do you get your comics? Where do you find is the best source to get free comics or to the listeners out there that kind of want to learn a b- little bit more about this
1: um the library yeah, yeah girl <laughs> yeah I <Get> <laughs> put a lot of books on hold and then I go and yeah. get them
2: do you know they charge you money if you don't take balls yeah, oh, the what you have to go get them if you don't get them they get mad at you
1: yeah yeah that's happened to me multiple times
0: that, that actually explains <laughs> so much <laughs> I, was- I currently owe <laughs> <a> separate-
1: <laughs> Richmond Branch. I owe you a lot of money and I know why now. <laughs> oh my God. Don't tell them. They're going to come for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Vancouver Public Library, the central branch downtown has like a zine shelf.
0: Oh, what? Um, they yeah. do. I just found out I about that. I did not know. Yeah.
1: They have a really cool collection of zines. You can actually apply to like donate your zines to it. I haven't personally done that. I used to be like um part of their teen advisory board. I was like really involved in like their after hours. I I held like a poetry slam there before. Yeah, it was really cool. They have a really cool program, but they have a lot of stuff that they're trying to get people like involved in because they just really want people to like engage with the library. Yeah, and people don't like take advantage of it. Like the inspiration pass is crazy. You can get like free admission to like the aquarium and and all that stuff.
0: So why don't you tell us a bit about um, publishing?
1: Yeah, um, so... I only started kind of putting out, like, my comics to be published um, recently. I got—I really only have one published right now. I have another one that's, like, upcoming in a magazine that may or may not be dead now. So we'll see. Um, It's Grab Back Comics. Like, they kind of just never got back to me. She said that she would publish it, and then kind of their entire, like, site just went down. So I don't really know what's going on there, but they do really cool stuff. Um, I have another one of my comics, Blue. It's published in, like, this, like, international magazine one. It's it's called Gelada Africa, and it's literally in Africa somewhere. I don't know why they picked it up, but they did, so <laughs> they have an issue on fear, so I kind of, like, my, that comic is kind of about that, so it's in there. It's about me, like, killing my beta fish a long time ago, but it's very complicated, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of sadness and fear in it so yeah but you can see it online it's like um I have a website it's just estherchen.tumblr.com um yeah so I've got all of my kind of like past publications there I've got poetry I have comics that I just kind of put up there so people want to see them go check it out awesome all right Esther thank you so much for coming on I like your dress no problem thank you guys for having me Bye. okay bye all right, now we're with Jaden who if you remember we probably
2: mentioned in the first episode because she's so great. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, you because did. you started a podcast and you inspired our podcast yeah. making.
0: Yeah, thank you. I like your podcast <laughs> and, and your hair. <laughs> the humor <laughs> is natural. <laughs> Oh um, let's, let's get into Jaden. Jaden Debo is a current student at SFU. She is currently working on her master's in publishing. She is um, doing some summer work as a temp at, um,
3: Arsenal Pulp Press. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Jaden? Yeah, of course. Um I split my time between the marketing department and the editorial department. Those are two people, uh <laughs> like <laughs> respectively, and they're amazing. Um, and I help out with whatever I can at Arsenal. So that means reading the slush pile, that means doing proofing and copy editing for the upcoming manuscripts or or upcoming books <laughs> that mm-hmm. are the manuscripts, whatever. Um, that are being published this fall, the fall lineup um yeah I've been doing a lot of that recently (laughs) and then um and querying uh potential reviewers um for some of our upcoming titles and uh sending out some you know basic marketing stuff like invitations to events for our book launches and things like that so
0: it was kind of wild I actually uh ran into Jaden when VanCalf was happening so the Vancouver Comic Arts Festival Um, and you were at a booth for Arsenal Pulp Press. Uh, why don't you share what was on the table during, uh, the event?
3: Oh, so there was a, there was a lot, Arsenal. (laughs) Arsenal does a lot of, um, graphic novels. Actually, there's a couple coming out, uh, in, there's at least one coming out in the fall, um, which is really good. (laughs) And then the ones that are out and you can buy now, um, one that I really like and I think it's super timely is, um. It's called *Becoming Unbecoming* by uh, Una. Uh, Very good book. Yes.
2: I just bought it like six months ago. Yes, <laughs> it's
3: super, super great. So it's about I think it's the 1977. 1977. So, yeah, and I think he was killing prostitutes, I believe. Don't quote them? me, but That's it was it was something where the police weren't so inclined to hunt him down mm-hmm. uh, because who cares about sex workers, right? That's sarcasm. Everyone <laughs> should care about sex workers. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, wh- when we need quotations or something, we're going to say, quotations! Air yeah. Um, yeah, air, air quotes. quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it's with this younger girl um, gets assaulted by him and escapes. And then she tells the police mm-hmm. they don't really believe her. Um, and it was the guy. And so the police mm-hmm. ignored her. Uh, he kept on uh, doing his thing for a year uh until they eventually caught him but if they had listened to this girl um they would have caught him sooner uh and it also goes on about the author's um own experience with sexual assault um and it's not like it's not a graphic like it's not a graphic graphic novel like it's very Mm -hmm. like subtly done it's dark like it is dark um but it's very yeah it's not like you don't see any like like Anything really happening. There's only like hinting at stuff. Like right. one time she goes into the woods, and that's kind of like yeah. the closest you get to assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in a graphic novel
0: form, you can kind of, as the reader, feel that tension when you're reading it. Yeah. Kind of similar to when you're reading Persepolis, you mm-hmm. can understand what's going ar- like around in the background because mm-hmm. of the fact that it is a graphic novel. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes a, um, tough subjects like that a little bit more. Um, intriguing to read in, in a way. Oh, totally. I think yeah. it's also like a really good way of being more subtle. Like, you absolutely know,
2: yeah. trying to write that with words. It's going to be a lot less subtle than yeah. just a, a very simple picture. Simple
3: picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And some there's some of the pages that just have like one image on them. It's quite mm-hmm. um like minimalistly. Yeah. Minimalist. yeah drawn yeah um and another important thing to note is that um una is um it's like a pen name uh, and then the author is anonymous even like arsenal doesn't know who they are Interesting. um and una means one and the point of the author was that it can be anyone this can happen to anyone yeah. Um, which I think is just like, hits me. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, and everything going on with like the abortion laws in the States oh and like, oh, we're debating women's rights again. Like, I'm sorry, it's yeah. not the sixties, but here we are. Yeah. Um, so. I think my favorite joke is about how, you know,
2: time zones are very different. In some places <laughs> it's 6 PM, some places it's
3: 1952. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also there's, um, Gord Hill's, um, antifa uh, and uh, 500 years of resistance and anti-capitalism comics so they're like um well that's what they're anti anti-fasc- right. anti-fascism comic books right. um and he is an indigenous activist mm-hmm. he's he was actually he came to the table and was doing signings um, and his Aww. signature was punching a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's amazing and I love you. Yeah. Um, and he just, he's just all about the movement and all about um, like reconciliation and reclaiming like, you know, indigenous rights and mm-hmm. killing yeah. capitalism, which I'm like all for. I'm like, yeah. fuck that. Oh, there's your first swear. <laughs> um, we did
0: it. Welcome to I Like Your Dress, where Jaden Debo has been the successful um, interviewee. I mean, was the first F-bomb. Yeah, first we need we need a yeah. applause for this. Yeah. Congratulations,
3: Jaden. Fuck <laughs> capitalism. <Yeah. laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah. So going like it, I think the the most recent uh, comic that came out um, is the history of anti fascist movements, and so it goes on like through a global uh, history of all those movements against mm-hmm. fascism. So again, and also very important with the alt right just. Mm-hmm. soaring <laughs> right now especially like in italy and spain and all of these places it's like it's everywhere and then you know down so even here actually yeah, it's no,
0: frightening so... yeah. this is all really incredibly interesting for some of our new viewers who haven't really heard much about graphic novels i think yeah well, i don't even think about political graphic you, novels you really but then, don't i love mouse, mouse like, is, yeah. i love political cartoons so of course there's mm-hmm. going to be political novels out mm-hmm. there what do you suggest for some of the people out there who kind of want to get into publishing their graphic novels or to work for them or to work yeah
3: work to publishing why don't you talk to us a little bit more about that um well like publishing is a lot about connections and but like we'll go to the events go to the book launches talk to the publishers um publishers often like want uh volunteer help like well they appreciate it i know that arsenal does have volunteers come in and read through the slush pile when it builds up like i have it under control right now it is tamed but like um that thing will like you get like three manuscripts a day sometimes and like when i came in there were a hundred manuscripts in the slush pile uh i I crushed it in, like, three days. I was like, yeah, n- n- no winners, um, sadly. But they need volunteers to go through and, like, do that. So that's something you can do if you want to, like, make those connections. i volunteering at the Vancouver Writers Festival. Yeah, that's something that you're actually, you're... I did in the past, and then um, I'm working for them again this season. So I've worked for them in the past, mm-hmm. and then I volunteered for them during the festival last year. And I am... Um, um, a volunteer coordinator assistant this coming festival season so I'll be there a lot mm-hmm. but they do like throughout the year they do have it's not just like the festival week in October it's also like they have multiple events throughout the year and they I think they co-sponsor events like through vp v- like don't quote me on that but like mm-hmm. I know they do other like like they associate
2: with well, they just had that book sale that I just missed yes. this weekend and I was so yeah. bummed because yeah. I really wanted to go buy all the books. Apparently it sold out by 3 p.m. I wouldn't have made it there oh. in time.
3: Okay. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to, but my friend went actually from mm-hmm. the program. So she got like, like 10 book deck on my bedside table is like, oh, you can't see him, but I'm gesturing up to my nose. <laughs> I'm like, it's a very high, um, but yeah, with publishing, it's like it's about reaching out to those people, getting involved and volunteering at events, going to book launches, like chatting with the authors, um, and the publisher. Like usually, the um, publicist is there. Um, at Arsenal, it's um, Sonara. Cause like with get like getting published is is harder for me to like recommend how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um we have published actually a couple graphic novels that like Arsenal, when I say we, Arsenal published a couple graphic novels we got through the slush pile. Yeah. It um,
0: was one of the ones that I grabbed. Yeah. Dear Scarlet. Dear Scarlet about um, postpartum depression. Yeah. yeah.
3: So like that happens where the artist has already has all the, the visuals. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually considering another one right now as well. So it's like, if you have all the visuals um, and you have the story and it's really captivating, and you, you know you're unagented like there's a chance that will take you on but i've also seen a lot of graphic novel gra, quotes on graphic novels here sometimes it's just like images they pulled off google search like you know it's not and with some like captions slapped on
0: no this is good for the um, people out there that are looking to get published right this is, this is good
3: but yeah like if you're thinking of like submitting a uh graphic novel like I would recommend getting an agent and finding an agent who will do that. Uh, otherwise, if you're submitting through SlushPile, like the SlushPile, um, it's got to be, like, pristine. Like, oh, that yeah, thing has got to yeah. knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Or And, like, we know. We, we, it takes me a minute to look at something and go yes or no. Because mm-hmm. I just know. I've had enough experience. I've seen enough things. I've <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, but... You know, and just being an avid reader, right? It's like, if you're an avid reader, you've read 100 graphic novels or 100 novels and you know what's good and what's not. Even That'd just really for a basic right? I know
0: Submittable, um, Esther was talking about, Esther Chen. Um, just to get your word out there and kind of build a portfolio for yourself, I think yes. is really important. Yep. Yeah. For oh,
2: like, like the small things. You don't yeah. have to publish a book. You can, yeah, we both went to Kwantlen as yeah. well. Yeah, Pulp, um, Pulp. Pulp is looking for, they're looking for someone right now for
3: something. I yeah, what they what
0: are. Um, they're always looking if for you're volunteers. a Kwantlen yeah. student, they've uh, got Pulp Magazine. It's really well-pressed. Yep, it, and you know what? It's so easy to get submitted. Um, yep. The amount of applicants are pretty low, so it's your chances are pretty high of getting in and that's kind of a way to start building your portfolio. And it's not just poetry, it's not just, you know, fiction. It's you can submit your graphic art as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's art even just like yeah. regular art
2: and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah. too
3: the with the library there were times where we definitely had like panels of graphic novels mm-hmm. or like potential like graphic art like graphic art that was that was submitted and we put in and so like you can put that on your resume and yeah.
0: and I feel that you know you do have experience with the getting rejected and you know getting published what do you have to say to some of the viewers like to deal with rejection
3: don't take it don't take it personally um we don't have it out against you we're not just like yeah we want you to fail it's like no that's not it (laughs) it just means you need to you need to be a little less delicate with your art like, you do. <laughs> you need to grow a bit of a tougher skin. Like, I know. I've, I mean, like, I've been there. I've been there as a, a writer and an artist myself. Like, it's hard to let your baby go, but, like, mm-hmm. that baby's going to deal with the cold, cruel world, yeah. and you want them to be strong. And so you also have to be strong. Um, be Be ruthless with your art, and, like, if hopefully you will get some information as to why you were rejected, always feel free to ask. Generally, the editor will, like, hopefully like get back to you it's with some editorial beautiful. comments. Yeah. Um, I've definitely directed people in other like directions to different presses mm-hmm. just because like Arsenal's very niche. We're very specific in what we want for our list. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's just not right for us, but mm-hmm. it is possibly right for someone else. So I'm like, go try publishing at Harbor or go mm-hmm. try Heritage on the island. Like, um, so that's also another thing. So if you get rejected from one press, like also do your research.
2: Yeah, no, do check.
3: (laughs) Don't just submit everywhere because you can. not Exactly, don't (laughs) do the alphabetical list because that's what people do. They do, they like just, every. they go alphabetically, every single publisher, they send it out. But yeah, um, yeah, just keep trying. Like just revise your art and like keep, like get feedback, get like different perspectives. Um, uh, Yeah. I understand that you write yourself. Do you want to share your Instagram
0: with us? Perhaps we can get some You have viewers. a writing Instagram? She does oh, indeed. I didn't even know that. Oh, no. I actually, funny story, I didn't know it was you at really? first. I had, I didn't know. And it, you're under Jaden Wishlow, right? Yes. Yeah. And fun. uh, it's funny because when I started posting some of my poetry, I noticed you followed. And I was also getting other people, other poets that are following. And then I followed you. Yeah. And... I'm just like, wow, this is very beautiful. Jaden, that's so funny. Like, you don't see a lot of Jadens around. And <laughs> then I realize, I'm like, this is Jaden. This is... <laughs> it's me. But pretty, yeah, yeah. J- at Jaden Wishlow on Instagram. Yeah. Do you have a... I know you have a blog too as well, right?
3: no yeah no Snapchat. all of those have died a true I've- a true writer
0: yeah. <laughs> no it's so true I, you ask yeah. you ask any person in the arts field um i understand you have a blog which one which decade was that one from
3: but yeah I uh, <laughs> yeah, just
0: have that poetry uh in- it's from friend- so you have a following on it and you know what you you write very well Thanks. and thank you so much for coming on our show today
3: Yay! Thanks for having me. This is
2: awesome. Oh wait, what's your favorite dress or dress like item? Oh, yes. Very important. Very I love important.
3: dresses. That's like my whole life. Actually, we're
0: all wearing dresses so, right now. Can
2: we talk about this day. for
3: a
0: second? I feel like this one really suits Jaden. I don't if any of you think have met Jaden, if viewers out there who haven't, I'm excited because that means you're someone we don't know and you're listening to us. Um She's got this like very she's got a very strong brand. It's very noir. Just punk rock, but still awesome. colorful. colorful. and just—it's—it's Jaden. I can't describe it. Much I'm liking—I'm
2: the... liking the flowers and the birds. Yeah, yeah. the peacocks.
3: Place. Yeah, I do, have, I do have a tattoo. Oh, oh, oh
0: yes. Yeah. yeah, please tell us who does your tattoos as
2: well.
3: Um, Give <laughs> us a shout out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie Shockerlass or K Shocks. Um, really,
0: it's yeah, so cool because she does some really cool bright fluorescent colors with amazing line work sorry this is now <laughs> becoming <but laughs> the tattoo turning body. into a tattoo podcast. i am so sorry like
2: yeah
3: like, i'm back to all
0: right so we start with tattoos We're running down tattoos it's
2: fine it's yep. great i like it well, before we were talking about our love for costco that's and true. also costco i think that was good <laughs> 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 all right
0: Jin-in, that's a wrap thank you so much thanks for having me bye, bye.
2: see y'all next week or the week after fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> we would like to end this podcast by acknowledging and thanking the land that we are on that is the unceded territory of the coast salish people intro and outro are covered by Surfs by comb crater boys see you next time ali would you care to do the honors Tori and I are excited to be teaming up with Skillshare. Skillshare is an online platform with classes covering nearly every topic you can imagine from internet marketing, graphic design, or even flower arranging. You can take all of their courses from the comfort of your own home. A pretty amazing thing, especially given all the time we're spending at home right now, sign up for your free trial at skillshare.eqcm.net slash I L Y D. If you love their service, you can get a two month subscription for free. Now back to the show